Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and talk about anything that we feel like talking about, any conversations that you, our bestie, bring to us, or just hang out and just conversate. My name is Samantha, a.k.a. Mexican Chunli. And my name is Amy D, and it's Converse. I know. Yavali <laughs> madre. And she was like, I like when you do the intro. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But you know what? In a lo- very loving way, I used to say con- uh, conversate too. And then I learned the correct. I- I'm pretty sure I know the correct And you're term. usually really good at I this know. stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did know that, you guys. But uh, this is like the second little intro because I like stumbled on my words. So <laughs> I think that's what made me say that. It's cool. <laughs> but we're, you know uh, what? Bilingual queens. Yes, we're bilingual queens. Uh <laughs> Esta semana, on that bilingual tip, I brought this topic up because I feel like every podcast (laughs) discusses this and I feel like it's like the most common topic nowadays in, I don't know, since 2020 to now, there's been like a lot of conversation around what a woman brings to a table, what a man brings to a table, the 50-50 conversation. Men have gone into this space where they talk about these things uh, very openly and sometimes like in a cruel way. Mm-hmm. And also you can say that women, we don't always express ourselves in the best way when it comes to financial providing or stability or even just like how uh, like nowadays relationships are, current day relationships are. I brought up the whole issue and if you guys want to like answer it before we do, how do you feel about 50-50 relationships? You know, like, do you believe relationships should be 50-50? We can split it up into financially and also on the other end, like effort or energetically 50-50. Because I feel like it's not always financially that you can go 50-50 with somebody. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's not, I don't personally think everything is financial. Um, I think before getting into a relationship, you should know what you want and you should not ask for something you're not able to provide for yourself mm-hmm. right and when it comes that that's the financial standpoint of it when it comes to the effort the emotional everything else i don't believe in 50 50 in any way because i don't ever think we're both a hundred percent there's going to be some days where your partner may be lower than 100% to where you have to put in 70% in one place or another and vice versa, Mm -hmm. right? And I mean, if we're both vibrating at the highest of our peak on a day together, then great, we're both bringing our 100% together. Mm -hmm. But I think on situations like the financial aspect of things, I would expect my partner to be the main provider because that's what I want and everybody is okay to want whatever it is that they want Mm -hmm. I don't go and tell you that you shouldn't split with your partner or give them anything financially but there's a reason why I haven't settled for anything less than what I want and then what I already give myself as well yeah so I think for the financial aspect of things 
there might be a time when your partner loses his job. That doesn't mean he is not a hard worker. That doesn't mean he is not a provider. That doesn't mean he is not out there grinding and trying to bring in the bread home. That just means it's a little bit of your turn to pick up whatever he can provide in this moment. It doesn't take away from him being the head of the household or being the provider of the house. Usually the person that you go for will erase that because it's not even usually the person that you go for it's depending on who you go for yeah is whether or not or they what, will rise up to the occasion or not or what partner you you choose right? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 because there could be somebody like oh i lost my job y están echando, you know están aflojerados todo el día, chados, not looking games. for a job yeah. exactly like not looking for a job not trying to better themselves in any way and then at that point it's like my masculine energy is at a thousand percent because I do provide for myself. I do give myself all of my needs. All of my needs are met by me and by what I do for me. Yeah. Right. So anything else that comes from the outside, it's extra. But in a relationship, I eventually do want to marry someone who wants to be the provider for my family or the main provider for my family. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. So I, I asked this question to the people close to me, right? Mm -hmm. And I was expecting, for example, my little sister, she's very, you know, pro-feminism, like social activism, that type of vibe. So I expected her to support the 50-50. Okay. Because, you know, it's like pro-feminism, pro-everything. But because of our upbringing, I can't accept the 50-50 financial yeah because mainly not i mean i it's not just because of my upbringing some of it is by like my own personal belief and i think we're all entitled to our opinion you know mm -hmm. because i feel like that conversation upsets a lot of people especially men who not don't necessarily want to to do that for a woman and that's fine i just feel like just date within the community of people who have the same belief as you, yep. you know, and I respect that opinion. But for me, because based on my the way I was raised and based on knowing what it often takes for a woman to be uh, partnered up with a live in partner and knowing that it comes with a lot of different just tasks and extra things that we might do extra ways that we create like a house into a home and just what we provide like the, the vibes that we provide um i don't think that's easily replicated and i think that it ha it holds its own value and as a woman we thrive when we are able to give ourselves the self-care relaxation the play time where we're just relaxing or doing what we like to do like we thrive when we're able to do that and if i am having to perform at a very high capacity uh let's say financially and also perform at a very high capacity at home dude it's a lot like For sure it's i see a lot. my mom do it and because she works full time and stuff a personal choice of her now 
my dad is the main breadwinner, you know, so she's choosing to still go into work. And that's fine, too. You know, like there are going to be times in a relationship, in a marriage where you as a woman, you just want to make more money. And it's like, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to bang out like a full time shift and then go home and cook and clean if I have to or whatever. But I'm choosing it. It's not expected of me. Right. And I think that's why, you know, when you're going to get into a relationship or you're looking for a partner, you should be upfront about the things that you want and what you're looking for. Because a lot of the times we are afraid to express ourselves because we're going to scare these men out. But bitch, if you scare the men out, that would, that is not your husband. If that is not what you want, why would you settle for somebody just because they're giving you that attention? And unfortunately, a lot of the times we are in such a craving space of attention and love love that we we will accept Mm -hmm. the bare minimum. Yeah. And if I already, like I said, give myself way more than the bare minimum, why would I accept that from somebody else? It makes no sense. Now, a lot of the times people who get upset, it's not even just men. Some women also get upset at the whole 50, 50 situation, but it's like, They call us women who want more Mm -hmm. materialistic. But how can you call me materialistic when you ain't got the materials? Yeah. Like people who usually criticize you are not people that have or are doing more than you. Yeah. There's usually people who are at a much lower vibration receiving and accepting way less than they ever wanted to receive. And they thought se les fue el tren they thought that they had to do things now and they had to settle they settled for what they had and so now you're mad and now you want to talk smack because i'm this old or i'm this whatever and well you're not married i'm already married okay like go ahead and stay married with whomever you want and with whomever you love that's okay i know what i want for myself but with the whole 50 50 situation I don't believe there's 50-50 because we both are 100%. Yeah. You know, and we both bring our 100% in different ways. And, of course, when you start to notice that someone is not going to be a provider or it's not going to show the effort or the attention or meet the standards that you require of even yourself, then you have a choice. To stay there and accept the breadcrumbs or to walk away. And that choice is so hard. For sure. That choice is so For hard. For sure. So I, I don't take it lightly um, when it comes to the, the 50-50 financially. I feel like that's very cookie cutter, though. It's like either you believe that you split everything halfway with your partner mm-hmm. uh, monetarily or you don't, right? And so for me, I like to sit kind of like, I would say like a conservative, conservative number, because mm-hmm. like I'm not expecting a hundred, especially if I'm able to go to work. I If I don't have kids, like, you know what I mean? I feel like every situation is also very different mm-hmm. because let's say for whatever reason you met young, you guys got together, you didn't know what career path you were going to take. And at some point you make more money or whatever it is. I feel like most of the financial responsibility should land on a man, but also a woman can help as well. So I believe in like a cool like 70, 30, 80, 20. I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Again, 
unless like you have to stay at home and raise the kids or it's like let's say business because a business changes things Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you will have to sacrifice your time and energy to invest into a business that's going to help out your your lineage and your family you know right that and that's completely different that and when you are building in a relationship it's also different it everything depends at what state Mm -hmm. you are in the relationship you're not gonna come in and automatically be like you need to do a through z motherfucker (laughs) like that's not how it is except that that's what people perceive and portray it as portray it as some do and so then everybody gets labeled as the interesada and like this is who you want and what you want and you're never gonna get it because you are not being realistic right until you are in a relationship or a partnership with someone then you won't know exactly how those people are which is part of dating right like part of dating is getting to know people and judging whether or not this you want this person as your forever partner as the parent of your child and of your children and everything this is forever right like at least that's how i perceive it perceive it that's what i believe in In this country this is the first country i have ever experienced this in or seen right because now on social media you're able to see so many more cultures and how people do things in other countries and in the united states of america it is the only freaking place where most men will fucking fight you because they don't want to be the main provider. You go anywhere else in the world and most men will be the main monetarily providers of the family. There's a lot of women who work and I don't take it away from any of us because shit even I hold a place right at work of authority if you want to call it like that um and I don't think it makes me less feminine because of it I just know when to turn that off and when to turn on like my girlfriend's side or you know like my home my romantic exactly um and how to for a lack of a better word bow down to the person that I'm with right but then the moment I think that I have to step into my masculine in my relationship, then that's when I already know it isn't, it it just, it's not going to be what it is. There's an imbalance. For sure. Mm -hmm. But most men here have grown up to believe for whatever reason, they are running more off of their feminine energy than their masculine. And that automatically makes us women run into our masculinity and so we are literally we have reversed roles here in america i don't know why i don't know why i feel like it's some of it has to do with like inflation you know just the fact that the cost of living is so high that sometimes people who are together like i said that maybe they didn't know what they were gonna be when they got older and then they just got into a place where they had a family and they feel like they can't really risk maybe taking on a different role in society so that they could make more money. I feel like that has also contributed towards um, 
people going 50-50 or the men being more in their feminine side. And then also the fact that women, statistically um, speaking, uh, are more educated. Mm. And so, you know, statistically speaking, education usually means better income, you know, regardless of, yes, there's businesses, yes, there's places where you can earn more money without an education but for the majority like let's just say for like the research purposes let's just say education is more money and so if the women are getting education more education then that means that they're gonna be making more money which probably means that they're gonna be more on their masculine side see what i was talking about when I was saying all of that. I'm talking about even single men. I'm not talking about men who are already married and who are oh, now. I'm talking about okay, single yeah, yeah. men who, before you even get married, you're already like, we're going to go 50, 50. Oh yeah. yeah and it's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. And to me, it's a very much of a turnoff. And again, y'all can like whatever you like. Well, right. When it comes to that though, um, sorry to interrupt you, but I think, that if we're talking like era wise, millennials, Gen Zers, we have a more forward way of thinking. And that's why I'm saying I was kind of surprised about my sister's reaction to like whether to go 50 50 or not. Because based on just how society perceives of different topics, forward thinking way is like, oh, you know, it's antiquated for you to think that a man has to be the main provider. Because I am traditional. You know, okay, that, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. right? So I guess les conviene a la misma vez. Like it's beneficial sometimes. We take on whatever role in society we want to, right? You so know, they're choosing that more feminine role you know where this came from mm. this came from us millennials not even be like way before gen z in that era when we started as women to want to be like i'm the badass bitch who don't need no men and yeah. so what happened with men is that men took on the role well i am that badass bitch that you could take care of yeah and they took on the role bitch yeah just like we took on the role that we could take care of ourselves and you captain save well guess what no no we can't and i've been that person you know like i've been in relationships where i've paid i've helped out i've blended money i have done it and i now see it right with the 18 year old in another relationship who's doing that with their boyfriend and i'm like fuck i made that mistake and no matter what i tell you or what i try to share with you you are gonna do what you think it's right because you love that man yeah and i love that man at the time too and shit until you learn from it then you're just gonna learn from it but i think that's where the switching roles started where we just kind of and and i get the inflation thing and i understand that in a lot of households you need two incomes, especially to, like here in California, depending where you live, right? Like you definitely need more like both wife and husband to work. But I'm talking about the generations now who are starting, you know, in relationships and marriages with that and mindset, with that mindset mm -hmm. already. Like I'm going to pay more than you. All right. You're going to cook, too. You're going to wash dishes, too. Like you're going to do everything, too. And I will say this, I am traditional to the point where I am okay with doing all of the house duties. I am okay with that. Some women aren't. And that's okay. 
And I think that's when you start to get into a debate of, well, I don't want to wash dishes. Well, I don't want to pay everything. You pay a bill, you know? And then whatever you, whatever agreement you come up with in your relationship, it's very much your agreement. But if you're triggered by somebody else who says, I want my man to be the main provider 100%, then there's something within you that you are not okay with in the situation that you're in by giving 20, 30, 40, 50% in your relationship financially. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I, I don't understand what's the heated debate about it. Like, <laughs> if a man wants to go 50 50 and you don't like that, then you just go find another one. Right. Well, <laughs> as as older, uh, you know, <laughs> like you just go find another one, period. Right. But I think what stops people from this, again, is the lack mentality of it's because this is the best man I've ever had. There ain't going to be another another better one. But guess what? When you are in an abundant mentality of the same way you attracted that man into your life, you will attract an even better one. Then you know that better is coming. Yeah. But when you're like, I don't want to go through the suffering in this moment. So I'm going to keep accepting what I have because we're selfish. We don't want to break up with people because we don't want to go through the pain because it's painful. It is painful. Right. And you're going to cry and you're going to do whatever you're going to do. But eventually it'll pass like everything else passes. But see, that's it. That's if you make it to boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, yeah. because if you think about it in in the in the dating scene and the dating world. And again, like both men and women could be deceptive initially. So, of course, we're going to base them on their actions. Mm-hmm. Right. But their words, you know, is the first filter because you're not going to see the actions as fast as the words come out the mouth because mm-hmm. you're getting to know somebody and like. They're they're going to be talking faster than than they're acting. Uh, But I do think that those are some of the things that you have to decide whether or not that's a deal breaker for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, in my experience, in addition to the lack, I feel like I in the past um, have dated without intention and even when I said I'm dating for intention, I was still betting on potential. Hmm. But those two don't really combine too well because when you're dating with intention, I feel like you should be in a place where you're, you're living with intention as well. Mm-hmm. And so if you're living with intention, you're going to see somebody's potential, but you're not going to value them based on their potential you're gonna value them based on like what intention they're setting for each day and so that's where I feel like I missed the mark before where I wouldn't have that intentional view I would just let my emotions take over and my emotions were driven by need to feel loved because the lack of self-love was there Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a, it's a, cycle. a vicious yeah. cycle. It's a vicious yeah. cycle, you yeah. know, and it's hard to get out of it. And what's crazy, I think it's that when we're stuck in that, it's when we're so desperate for love that we just will accept anything that looks at us. Right. Yeah. Um, because I've dated without intention before, you know, like I have 
been with somebody who I wasn't in love with and I was dating him and I knew that I like he was never going to be my favorite person at all, you know? And even that breakup made me cry for a little bit because you are breaking somebody's heart, you know? And unfortunately, the same way that some people play with us, they play with them. Like eventually you're somebody's lesson, just like somebody else was your lesson, you know? Yeah. And that's just kind of how it plays out. But I think that when it comes to dating, you have to know exactly what you want. Yeah. And it's not even about like, what do you bring to the table? Bitch, I am the table. Uh (laughs) Like they always say that, right? Like women always say they are the table. But here's the thing. You want a man who wants to treat you like a queen just because you are a woman. Yeah. I want that. You don't have to want it. And that's okay. You know? But that's the type of men I will attract because that's what I I won't settle for anything less Mm -hmm. because I already treat myself with such what's the word like con tanto cariño. You know what I mean? Like I just already do that for me. And literally, like even when the universe tries to send me somebody that like could have been potential, it's like I didn't settle for that. So I am setting my intention there like i'm not settling for this because this is not what i want Mm -hmm. so then you attract better yeah each time so i mean i when i say right like i don't believe in 50 50 or i want like somebody who provides for for me like a hundred percent and like i'm ready for that and this and that Yes, that doesn't mean I'm never going to pick up for a time in the life of my husband or of myself when he is in need in any freaking way. I've done it with boyfriends because that's who I am, right? Like I take care of my own like I do myself. And I think the misconception a lot of the times and because people don't know the whole story is they automatically think like this woman is just entitled like she just wants all of this and it's like first of all if you're an outsider you don't even know me you don't even know what I do do in a relationship right and so yeah I think it's just a matter of you knowing what you want and being upfront with that and being honest for sure with yourself and with others yeah because if you say to others to appease them like oh yeah like I'm fine with that but inside it doesn't sit well with you like it's just not gonna sit well with you overnight Mm -hmm. like it most likely is something that you inherently feel strongly about um and I mean I see the women that get to stay at home and have provider husbands and they look like they're having a good time you know so (laughs) I you know more than and more often than not, I see the overworked women who don't feel supported either at home or monetarily, and I don't see them having a good time. Yeah. And that's also because a lack of boundaries, you know? Yeah, that too. That is a, when we don't set boundaries from the beginning, like say flowers, because we just always talk about flowers. If you don't share the expectation, right? Or the want with your partner like I love flowers and flowers are very important for me and they're they mean more than money to me and whatever whatever right 
if you don't share that expectation or that desire to someone, then you can be mad because they didn't give it to you. Yeah. But then when you set that standard, you do it for yourself. You love yourself in that way by getting yourself those flowers every month, every week, whenever. And this person doesn't do that for you when you have communicated something that you wanted or an expectation. It doesn't have to be flowers. Um, you have the choice of being like, you know what? This is not where it's at. Or fuck it. He doesn't give me flowers. I'll just continue to get them for myself. And then eventually you start to hold resentment towards your partner because you have been doing it for yourself and you have just conditioned him to not do it for you. And now you're mad at him when you're the one that's been accepting that. Well, and it's like, if you've done it for yourself, mm -hmm. like you said, what is stopping this man from doing it for you? Right. You know, like it's something that you're used to. Yeah. And something that you like. For me, it would be flowers, but I also accept um, Venmo, Cash App, Sell, <laughs> not even that. I like a boba, you know, like a little like gluten-free pastry. Mm -hmm. Some un detallito that says I thought about you. Right. Flowers are amazing too. Like I'll take flowers too. But something that says and I guess when I say Venmo Cash App sell, the little note like get yourself like something cute, today. like a coffee, yeah. like you know, um you're going to hang out with your friend, you guys can go get like lunch. Right. Something like yeah. that says effort yeah you know where it's something it, it's something that it doesn't even have to be such a big thing but it could warm your heart yeah and it doesn't even even like it doesn't even have to be super expensive you can literally be passing by a garden and i don't do this often but if you are and you're thinking of the person and there was a flower there and you picked it because you just wanted to show up with that picked flower for someone you yeah. didn't have to spend shit. You didn't have to go anywhere extra, yeah. right? But you thought of that person in that moment, that yellow flower just made you think of her and you just are on your way to her house and it just made you think of her. Yeah. And that is, it's a thought behind it, right? And I think setting those, I don't, I don't even want to call them expectations, but those boundaries, right, for yourself and then the standards of knowing when to walk away, right? Like Lori Harvey has become like the poster so child. famous or the poster child because she's like dated this and this and this and she's she will leave. But she has also said in interviews, the moment I feel like I'm basically begging for the bare minimum, I'm out. And I agree with that. I agree with that 100% because the moment I feel like you don't want me here, it's a wrap. Like, we don't ever have to see each other again. I don't ever have to talk to you again. And thankfully, I have grown and matured to the person where I really don't ever have to see you again, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that will ever pop up at your house. Like, I'm not going to be calling you a thousand times. Like, I'm just not. Self-respect. Yeah. The respect for myself and what I want, like, I just, I won't. And, like, thank you for not doing those things for me because you've shown me that you're not my husband and I'm not even mad at you because I want to move forward and I'm one step closer to finding that person for me. Yeah. Right? And so I think many reasons we just get upset because it's our ego fighting 
within ourselves like mm-hmm. i am i am that bitch or i am this and his loss or even them right like her loss and da 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 like i'm the best you'll ever have no we're not like no it's not it's know? not okay it's not the best that they'll ever have because obviously you guys were not the best match for each other <laughs> right right yeah. so that's the way i see it now yeah. like before i'd be like eh, like yeah but now i'm like <laughs> no, even if i think i'm that bitch like it doesn't mean that i'm the best that that person's gonna have and i'm not the best because if i were the best you would have stepped up to the plate well, there would have right? there would have been a compromise reached between both parties i would have wanted to work things out too with there would have been mutual effort to trying to mend things you know yeah now do i think that you're never gonna forget me i really think you're never gonna forget me. oh no point of view but on 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 a love i know on i know how much i brought to you to this to ourselves and you know there might be a time where where you're not treated the same way and you might think of that but when you try to come back it's no longer there for you to come back to because you didn't know what you had when you had it overall even with friendships or like other relationships i think when there's love that's shared at whatever capacity you know and you make memories like that's something that i still cherish the -hmm. good times that i've had with the people in my past like I'm so grateful, you know, because at some point our lives came together and we had a friendship. We had like a relationship. And at some point it was a vibe. Yeah, you know? for sure. And so I think like, I guess as you get older and as you start choosing better partners, the the bad taste in your mouth is is different. It's yeah. more so like, am I going to find that person or not? Not am I going to find that yeah, person I don't or feel that. <laughs> no, it's more so like I thought you could have been that person and you weren't, but it's OK. And now yeah. I have to move past it. Right. And I hope and pray that you move past it, too, because like shit, you know, I don't want to feel like the destroyer, you know? Yeah, I feel like so. And and this is in, in the past two relationships that I've had. I have practiced this mm-hmm. and. If I have to ever practice it again, then I will, right? But after I break up with these people or after we, you know, go our separate ways, it's one of those things where I literally will say, as much as I need to say it, I forgive you, I thank you, and I love you. Mm -hmm. I forgive you for everything you did or didn't do. I thank you for everything you did. And I love you. Mm -hmm. I release you with love, you know, because no matter how much hatred you may have in your heart as to why they weren't the one whether it's hatred towards yourself for not having it figured out yeah or hatred towards them it's one of those things where it's like it just wasn't it and be thankful that they showed you that they weren't the one because now you can go wherever else and it's mutual for sure you know what i mean because like for the most part it's mutual but there's usually like there's partnerships where it's it, it, it is very toxic. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But like I, I would say, like I was saying, like as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I feel like I've somehow not even somehow, but I feel like a little bit more discerning in the type of partners that I do choose. I mean, people sometimes, like I said, could be deceitful. Yeah. So I can't rule it out 100 percent. 
But thankfully, like my more recent experiences have been good. Like there hasn't been, you know, drama. any like drama or harassment or anything like that because yeah. there's mutual respect, you know, that. And there's also I think you've gone within to yeah. get to know yourself when we don't go within and we just blame others. We don't take accountability for anything that we did in that relationship, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to point the finger and to just blame others as to why we're not happy and to and blame others that. why we why it's not working out, mm-hmm. you know. But when you really look at the relationship from a higher self perspective yeah. versus the ego perspective, then you really understand that you both had a part in this and there were some times where they didn't do what was right you didn't do what was right there was just it just wasn't there period dude for sure like um have we talked about earlier about being in your masculine energy comes to the relationship in the relationship dynamic aside from the financial the energy everything like that when you're in your masculine energy, you want to control the person mm-hmm. and you want things to go your way only. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when things don't go your way, you take it so freaking personally because you want to control everything so bad that regardless of how much you damage you cause that person, you still victimize yourself and point the finger because you literally cannot see your flaws Mm -hmm. in the relationship and i've experienced that in my mid-20s where with my relationship where it was like for the longest he was like the bad person in my Mm storyline you know like oh like you know like he didn't do this he didn't do that like but he did do this he did that and whatever and now i'm just like you know what like bad on me to accept you know half of the things that i accepted bad on me to ignore the red flags in the beginning Mm -hmm. and bad on me to settle first for less than what i deserve and at the same time put myself on a pedestal because at the end of the day when your confidence is low or your self-identification is so unaware that you anytime that you can feel better than somebody it's like you feed off of that shit yeah and so i would feed off of the fact that he would fuck up Mm. you know it would hurt me but it would also feed my ego yeah where it's like yeah i like i told you you weren't shit it's the fight of the ego i'm telling you it's one of those things where like you ain't gonna hit me up well i ain't gonna hit you up either like if we got egos i got a bigger one yeah and it's always ego 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 like even on tiktok all of the trends where you're talking shit about the person that you were with ego ego literally like somebody just sent me like an audio um basically telling me like amy i feel like this audio would go perfect for you right and it was the audio of drake saying like um shit what's the song where he's like i knew i deserved more i just never said it two middle fingers as i make an exit right did i lose you and i literally responded to this girl because i know she didn't mean like ill intent at all but i was like my higher self no longer allows me to be this petty yeah it just doesn't because i have already come to I've released with love and though there are times when my ego wants to say all of the fucking little things that I know about this person and I can, you know, talk down upon, what do I get from that? Nothing. Nothing. And it's bad for you. It is bad for you. But 
we let our egos get in the way and our egos win. And really, when I really come to think of any of these people who I've been with, I wish them all well. And it's a mutual a mutual loss. Like, like you right. both mutually mourned each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even if their actions didn't reflect good into your life, even if they did fucked up shit towards you, the fact that, you know, that connection was severed Mm -hmm. you never know what effect that had on that person yeah for sure and even if it didn't have a quote-unquote effect like they must be suffering badly because they're going they obviously have issues deeper than the relationship relationship yeah Yeah. that they they're going through and they're operating at such a low vibration Mm -hmm. that you just gotta pray for everybody literally yeah but as you know you you said earlier as you got older I don't even think it's about getting older because you have 40 year old men and women who are just Mm. not mature at all emotionally. Yeah. So I think as you have learned and as I have learned to go within, to take accountability for the things that I can take accountability for and the parts that I did and what I didn't do and learn from that, that's when we grow. Not when we blame others, not when we play the victim, not when we say, oh, it keeps happening to me. Like, I'm never going to find a person for me. No. What is it in you? You are the common denominator. So what is it? What haven't you changed? Right. And that's what's the hardest thing to do ever. Taking accountability for what you are doing or what you're not doing. Your lack of discipline or what you don't or do have. Or what you continue, the pattern you continue to to repeat, have, to like look at all of your past exes and see what everybody has um, in common. In common, yeah. Everybody, we usually all have a pattern. There's like one theme, even though it <laughs> seems like oh, like it's not like todos tan altos, todos tan gorditos, todos. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's a theme. Right. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. yeah, I feel like I'm I'm discovering more about it every day. And now that I know better, you guys, bro, I stay journaling about it. I'm like, OK, today I am giving myself the credit for not doing this, this and this, even though this is what I wanted to do, even though there's moments where I feel weak or like I feel low and I'm just like, I just want to hit somebody up. Mm-hmm. I just want to hit somebody up. Just for the attention, and for the attention, for the energy exchange, for whatever the case is. And I'm just like, no, Samantha. And the crazy part is that we all have a few people we can hit up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, you have to world, be stronger. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying that because most of us have at least one, two, three or four <laughs> that you can hit up and be like, yo, what's up? Let's kick it. Let's go out. Let's yeah. have a drink. Yeah. Let's laugh. And unfortunately, it goes from one thing to the next, right? And it's, it's and it's not good. It's You're going not back an to your own pattern. It, it's going to the the old pattern, and exactly. and it, it stops you. It takes up space that that shouldn't it shouldn't take up, so that you could have that space for, for somebody, what you do want. somebody that you know, or some an opportunity that is more better fitted for you because yeah. you've already explored that option and you're just reverting back to the familiar because the unknown and the uncertainty is such a trigger for some of us yeah. that it's just the easiest thing to do we're taught to be loyal we're taught to be to not have the boundaries we're to taught settle. to like ride or die and mm-hmm. so 
some of that still lies with dormant within us and it's those those are like the trials and tribulations though. well and that's why right the universe will be like all right you think you're ready boom here yeah. you go and then it might be somebody who está más o menos you know and i'm not even talking about physically <laughs> i'm talking about like they they're they're they're, they're some, up there some of the marks they're up <laughs> there but they're not you know all the way up and because you've never had that up there you think that this is where it's at yeah and you might give it the time of day for however long for however long but the universe will continue and people will continue to show themselves i do not care what people say with their mouth the energy that you feel and us women have that so the so intuition. strong the intuition that we feel when we're around somebody whether they want us there or not whether they're changing in whichever way you know that's pendeja porque todos, todas nos hemos hecho you know yeah. but most of us know when we pay attention to and how we feel with the people that we're around whether we should be there or not yeah whether so, we're welcome a lot of it does have to do with the effort sometimes it's just like a shift in like you know getting home like five minutes later or like yeah. you notice a little thing and you're just like whoa but i just think it's important to always focus on yourself even when you're in a relationship to just focus on what you have to do and then obviously like have that open line of communication and and just be like aware that things can change yeah and like we had we recently had the change episode and it's okay to change it's just very scary and it is even scary to be vulnerable enough to say that, hey, I want a provider 100%. Hey, I'm looking for a husband. Hey, I'm dating to marry. You know, all of those things are vulnerable. But trust me when I tell you, you never lose when you're vulnerable. You never lose when you're honest, when you're open, and when you are doing things with full intention. Because yeah. when you're not, it's exactly when we entertain things that we shouldn't entertain. And it's okay if you thought that person was the one. It's okay that you thought that. And it's okay that they weren't either. You know, like we we have to show ourselves grace for the mistakes that we make. Because, yeah, something could have been painted very pretty in the beginning. And then it just wasn't what it was later on. It doesn't make the person a bad person. It doesn't make them malicious in any way or greedy in any way or hateful in any way it's just not what you want and you got to keep going if it's not what you want and in the space i feel like of trying to be a better person that is when you're probably gonna meet better people because you're acting for your greater good mm -hmm. instead of just always going with the flow and always going with what the crowd is saying to do. So mm -hmm. whatever feels good for you that is genuinely good for you, that's going to contribute towards your life in a positive way. I feel like every time that we do those acts, that brings us closer to the partners that we want for ourselves. Because it's like if you are consistently being intentional, you notice when people aren't. Mm -hmm. And so when you notice that someone's not being intentional 
and you've been intentional, let's just say for like six months, uh, like a period of time where I'm just like intentional, 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 everything I'm doing, you know, my thoughts, everything is, is shifting. And then I meet somebody who isn't that way. I'm way less inclined to entertain it because I know that that could lower my intention. And that's, probably not going to be someone that I resonate with Mm -hmm. for the long run. Yeah. If I see you making an effort though, like I feel like that's different because I feel like a lot of men are afraid of change and they're afraid of questioning the societal norms of like being like super hyper masculine or, or questioning like, Oh, like be a man. No, yours. Like don't do this. Don't do that. And so I think that stops a lot of men from, exploring the this type of wellness you know of like being intentional and like and even like the relationships that they have with each other like the friendships a lot of times are very superficial because they are afraid to be vulnerable they're egocentrical yeah And, and so i feel like with us women and you know not all of us women are fortunate enough to be in a safe space to share vulnerability but I'll put our friendship as an example. I feel like we're able to be vulnerable with each other. And that in turn is going to benefit other relationships. Yeah. Whereas with these men, it's like their only potentially vulnerable spot would be in a relationship. So what if they're single for a long time mm-hmm. and all they have is their friends and they're afraid of the vulnerability and they have a wall up? It's like would you date somebody who has that challenge? No, not right now. Okay. I wouldn't because I've done so much work for myself that get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Like I, it, not in a bad way at all. Like I show grace and compassion for all of these people. Yeah. Hence why I am single in this very moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm just not in a build a man in an emotional way type of place. Did I, did I tell you this though? Because I think I told you this, but I know I told my therapist for sure. I told her that I went out to the park and like, I usually do my walk. So I did my walk and then I was doing like my little stretches at the park and I was going to read and journal. And I usually just take like a little blanket, whatever, like to be outside And I saw like two or three couples um, at the park Mm -hmm. and the place where I'm at right now mentally. And it's not coming from like uh, it's not from a hateful place at all. You know, like I'm just like it's sweet. And I've been the codependent type. I've been the one that loves and thrives off of male attention. I've been the one that feels validated by somebody going out of their way to do things for me or whatever the case is. But when I saw these people at the park sitting there, essentially doing the same thing that I'm doing with myself, I was just kind of like, damn, like they're combining their triggers and traumas. And like, I really right now I'm like chilling right here by myself. Like I don't have to worry about if somebody's cold, if somebody's hot, except for myself. Like I'm just there and I'm just going to journal and whatever. Um, and that's just where I'm at right now, you know, so we call that the selfish era and it's not a bad thing. The, so, yeah. And <laughs> and it doesn't come from a hateful place, but it's crazy because I've never experienced it. Yeah. 
you yeah. get me like i've never experienced that thought where i see two people together and my first thought is like damn like they have to like merge their traumas triggers and experiences all together and somehow make it work and low-key right now i just really like my company right now at Your the park space. like where i'm at but again there's also moments where i'm like i wouldn't mind like you know yeah being with someone not not being with someone but like i wouldn't mind like the social interaction of it i'm dead <laughs> not being with someone <laughs> just hanging out <laughs> is that bad just hanging out well um it's not necessarily that it's bad because is it someone or is it someone you're attractive to? Is it someone that's giving you the uh, the that male attention that you usually crave? Because no, it's it's, it's the male attention. Yeah, probably. and yeah. so it's good that you're honest with it because <laughs> you that just shows that there's some work to do within. Yeah, right? no, I, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like I feel like I'm being uh, tested in that aspect. Just because I feel like I'm in the selfish era, but like I'm still like looking at the grass on the other side of the fence in a way, you know, like mm -hmm. it, I don't know. You know, I think maybe it's also the same way that you have your withdrawals from, let's say you're addicted to food or you're addicted to sugar, sugar, whatever. It's the same way that you could be addicted to male the attention attention mm -hmm. yeah because so, it comes from a place of lack yeah and, and so that's where i feel like i'm meaning myself off of that good you know yeah yeah but I mean, it but it comes from a, a lineage like of generational stuff and this is who you've been for 30 years yeah yeah generational stuff and just like all of my 20s that that was one of the main things that really, I guess, brought substance into my life or what I thought was substance at the yeah. time as opposed to myself. And here's the thing. When we are becoming aware and we are trying to heal is when we get triggered the most. Yeah. And it's when we are tested the most. For sure. So we notice those tests a lot more because we are more aware of what we are trying to do against that. For sure. And that's exactly why you feel and have felt the way that you have. <laughs> and as you continue to heal those things that may seem as fuck, I'm really being tested right now. will later on be like, ah, eh, that's nothing next level shit oh i'm really being tested over here oh okay that's nothing yeah because like we all have something different yeah that triggers and us. we all have different triggers yeah I, yeah i feel that 100 <laughs> percent. i just thought i would share that one with people because it's kind of like on the t and you guys say you like the longer episodes i was like right <laughs> I, i'm we're deep into this shit yeah. like let me just talk about like off topic but somebody listening may need it it's also you know a recovering codependent person that is being tested or maybe they haven't even got to the point where they're gonna be tested like yeah. they're still deep in the entertaining whatever i guess choosing you with some form of effort because tampoco o sea like i don't i was never into like necessarily pursuing men or like 
double texting or doing oh, anything okay. like that you get me it's yeah. more so the e- my ego likes the if you are likes to be validated yeah like if yeah. you are making the effort if you if i find you funny if you you know what i mean like yeah. there's like a and it's a very basic checklist compared to the checklist that i am working on now and yeah. I, i'm not saying my checklist is long i'm just saying the it's more the quality the quality and and the complexity of it is different than what it's been in the past so yeah. i'm excited about that you know but I mean, <laughs> we'll see how the test of time is and just how life unfolds. And and I could feel this way today and I could feel a different way tomorrow. Period. The same way any of you can change your mind about anything. Yep. You know what I mean? And it could be the right person whenever. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm open to the possibilities. But right now, I don't really see any possibility. Like, I don't see any candidates how about that <laughs> my possibilities are coming but you yeah know. that's what i'm saying there, there are possibilities but i'm saying like the possibilities are endless yeah they're not you know in you my, haven't physically seen them yeah in my visceral vision whatever the frick whatever yeah. the frick but yeah i mean if you want to close this off yeah no my possibilities long. are definitely out there and they're coming and they're great uh but yeah i mean whatever it is that you choose to do for yourself when it comes to what type of relationship partnership you want or that you find yourself in it doesn't make you wrong for not wanting what we want and it doesn't make us right there is no right or wrong i think it's just is what it is and what you accept doesn't mean it's less or more than what i would want to accept it's just the life that you're okay with and the life that i'm okay with yeah and that's it we don't get to come here and judge each other for what we want we just want what we want and when we choose to detour and be like oh it wasn't here not anymore nobody gets to judge you for it not being there anymore you get to decide what you want for your life because at the end of the day it's your life you accept what you want you're the one that's going to live with it look into your intuition because sometimes you think like this is what i want this is what i want but intuitively it doesn't sit well with you and so i think that's more what this conversation is about is about learning a little bit more about yourself so that you could potentially see if that's as much effort as you're willing to settle for or if you want more yeah for sure right 100 percent. yeah well you guys we did a very long episode for y'all because you guys definitely requested this doesn't mean all of them will be but this was a great topic i think all of us have a lot to say towards it and we could be here all night if we wanted to Thank you so much for being with us for another episode and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Se cuidan.